There has been an awakening, and we have felt it. You're traveling the jungle wastes with Mark and Dan, a podcast exploring the issues, ideas, and the imagination from the legendary Star Wars tales through the new expanded universe and beyond. Good evening. I'm Mark. With me is my co-host, Dan. And you are traveling the Junlin Wastes again. It is May 2017. It's the first week of May, so we want to wish you all, if it's uh, if it is, is today or even if it's during this week, we want to wish you all a happy May the 4th and, uh, and, an, and an equally happy Revenge of the 5th. So uh, we just wanted to put that out there right now. Um, very exciting week to very exciting week in in, in the week of uh, of a Star Wars fan. A lot of good swag is going to be probably be dropped on Amazon and at various different uh, comic book shops. Especially because also this week is also free comic book week as well weekend as well too. So um, a lot of good happenings going out uh, for for any Star Wars fan. Um, but we're t- we're com- we want to talk a little bit about the uh, the post Star Wars celebration news which came out of uh, which came out of uh, Orlando. Um, the next celebration is going to be 2019. Dan, just just to start us off, are we going to be there in 2019? Uh, hope springs eternal. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll 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 we'll, we'll stick with that. The, uh, the hope is always there, right? Yeah. At least that's what Leia told us at the end of Rogue One. Yeah. Well, podcasts are built on hope. Yeah, I guess they are. We, <laughs> you're right. You're right. So that we are hopeful that in 2019, yeah. the uh, the Jungle Waste will be traveling to finally to see a uh, an experience a Star Wars celebration. But we were able to catch some of the good news that came out of celebration. Let's first start to talk about the the opening ceremonies that took place with Kathleen Kennedy and and George who came. Now, just to start this off here, I want to say that for so many people who 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 tend to be critical of George and the prequels and and his involvement in Star Wars if you saw that room when George walked into that room it was it was as if like you know it was a never ending you no know, applause and everyone was standing up and everyone was thrilled to see George um what was your take on 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 George's appearance especially after um this is post the Force Awakens post Rogue One, really his first big um, coming out at a at a Star Wars uh, event. What do you think? What what, what were your thoughts when uh, you saw George there? Well, I think it's uh, you know right right that he shows up. I mean, you know, I mean it, he created this. Uh, it's really we have nothing without him, and uh, that's just simply actually how it is. And so you know he. When he shows up, he is the superstar. I mean, it's his, you know. I it, mean, it, it really is. I, that, I mean, the, yeah. I got tingles up my spine a little bit when George came out because, it, especially this being the 40th anniversary of Star Wars: A New Hope, um, yeah. it's it, it 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 you know you start to get nostalgic about it, especially. Especially now, when, when you know when they also had that um, that that wonderful tribute to Carrie Fisher, and which we'll maybe we'll talk about a little bit the um, the John Williams um, tribute that he did for her as well too. Um, it it sort of makes you think like you know we're we're getting to a point now where you know the actors are getting old, George is getting older, um, and it was really I, I think a wonderful experience for the fans to be able to see George come out here on the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. Um, 
in a sense, like you were saying, like, you know, he is George. He's the one who started this. Um, it's, you know, even though there was the, uh, you know, this, this, the oversight of Disney, uh, that has, that is, that has, you know, they're controlling Lucasfilm in a sense, but, uh, it's nice to see that, that George still comes out and he still, you know, holds, holds this so dear to him. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I think he, he holds it as dear as he would a kid in a way, you know, I mean. I think so. Well, that's what he said, yeah. Now, a couple of the other now this was this was actually a fun opening ceremonies because you had uh, Warwick Davis who was the MC of the event. Uh, it was always great seeing great, great seeing him MC an event because he's a hilarious guy <laughs> to, to listen to. Um, but as well too, um, they brought out many of the uh, the original trilogy actors and, and 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 started getting their thoughts on on what it means 40, 40, 40 years of Star Wars. Um, two, two of the appearances by two Star Wars actors, which caught my eye, um, yeah. one was, uh, Hayden Christensen came out with Ian McDermott for a few minutes to chat. Now, this goes back to, <laughs> to maybe our talk regarding the prequels, because I think with our, with our, um, commentaries that we did on the prequels, we came out of it being able, giving everybody the opportunity to look at the prequels, not as you know, as as people like to uh, sometimes look at them as sort of like you know, well, this is the Star Wars that we don't want to think ever ever happened. But when Hayden came out, again, a huge applause for this guy, huge ovation for for Hayden Christensen to come out for you know. For the one who people say like you know oh his acting was was not not up to par and he he sounded stiff and and but I think when he was brought out it was as if like you know it's Anakin there that's Anakin Skywalker who came out on stage and everybody just absolutely loved seeing him along with Ian McDermott um, and I will say this for people who think that that Hayden Christensen doesn't have a following or doesn't have fans behind him. Um, his autograph and photo ops at this celebration were sold out in minutes when they were put when they, when it was put online. Sure. Um, yeah, that, it makes sense to me. I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that um, you know, kind of looking back at it, and I mean, you know, whether you like or dislike the prequels or whatever, the bottom line is that, that the vast majority of like diehard fans actually. And people might get pissed. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the vast majority of real... I'm just going to say it right now. Okay. If you're, a real, if you're a real Star Wars fan, then you like the prequels. Boom. Yeah. 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 If, you, if, you're, if you're like, uh, oh, it's not as good as the original trilogy, well, you know what? You're not really a Star Wars fan. So go away. Hey, okay, well, <laughs> there you have it. There it is. Not sugar-coated at all. Here we go. That was... <laughs> I'm not saying there's not problems with, with the prequels. No, no, and I and I think we looked at it with with a with. But who cares? It's Star Wars, and there's lightsabers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's a great story. It's a great way for people to understand a lot of really neat concepts, and that's it. You know what I also loved about seeing Hayden, because especially okay. this is like I think the first this is the first convention he's been at for Star Wars Celebration, probably since. Since around the time of Revenge of the Sith, maybe or or Attack of the Clones, I don't think he's made an appearance at a, at a big Star Wars event um, like this in quite some time. And it was so nice to see him embracing this as as and he he recognized it. This is 
this is a this is an important role, not only for for Star Wars, but I mean for for any sort of of, of pop culture film. You know, his contribution is very very important to the franchise. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you, I mean, I really a lot of people said they didn't like that that Lucas won and he put Hayden Christensen in um, in uh, the end of as a Force Ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yep. Um, I think it's I think it's great, and I always thought it was great. Yep. I think, and, and not only that, they contemplated contemplated putting Hayden Christensen in as a Force Ghost in the Force Awakens. Yeah. Um. Um. I mean, no question whether or not he'll be in. Uh, if he's gonna be in eight, yeah. In eight, and 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 you know, did you did you see the? I know we're not there yet, but did you see the um, the teaser trailer for the new Battlefront? Uh, I have not checked that out yet. What? What's? Uh... So you hear the emperor's voice in it very clearly. Oh, he is. He is in that. Okay. Yeah, so, so I don't know if Ian McDermott. It sounded just like him. I mean, and perhaps he is doing the voice work on the. Um, but I mean, it really sounded just like him. I mean, the emperor is is clearly in the new Battlefront. And there is going to be a Battlefront Two novel also coming out as well too later on this year. So um, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. I'm, I, 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 I am wondering now: is Hayden going to, or, or Anakin in some variation, as as you know, as Hayden portrayed him, going to be showing up in any new game? Do you think now? This is so spec. This is all speculation. My thought is, Hayden being brought out at Star Wars Celebration is also being done for a reason. My thought is is that he's going to have some sort of Something's going to happen with Anakin in his iteration as as Hayden portrayed him in Episode Eight. Do you think that that's that's possible, or do you are you leaning towards that, or you think it's like nah, that's that's just something out of left field? Oh, if Anakin, you mean if Anakin's going to make a, uh, a if game? Anakin, if if Hayden Christensen's going to appear as Anakin Skywalker in Ep Eight? I think it would make a lot of sense if he did. Actually, yeah, I think it makes tons of sense. There's also a possibility that they'll give the fans what they've always wanted, which is a standalone Darth Vader film, and he'll be in that. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Another rumor. Um, a, a standalone Darth Vader movie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That would be wow. I don't know where they. I mean, considering the fact that, uh, well, I, I I could see where you could have some of that. Because we, especially, you know, you, you want to know what maybe happened between, you know, F3 and F4, see some of his uh, conquests during that time, or even between 5 and 6, after uh, his uh, encounter with Luke. Um, there's still, I think, a lot of territory that he could, that he could, they could certainly mine for a good story. Um, but yeah, speak- I mean, there would just be, there's just like, they had to just like, they had to take that one and a half minutes from Rogue One, yep. blow it up, blow it up a hundred times, and we'd all be thrilled. Uh, seeing well, Vader on the silver screen again was amazing, so I don't I don't doubt that either. Um, just call it call it Vader's rampage. Well, well, everyone will pay. We'll we'll go. Yeah, you're right. That's... <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this as well too. Okay, now as as yeah. as most of our listeners know, after you you because you you've said this before that you were staying away from the uh, the teaser reveal, and we're not going to sp- talk specifically about specifics about the teaser. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll do my own. Uh, 
my own uh, short little podcast about it uh, on my own and, and put it out there. But um, sure, but but other but other than I'll, I'll just say I'll just say that um, you you saw you saw the, the the poster reveal, correct? Okay, so the poster. Let's talk about that because I mean that's as big as I think a bigger reveal as much as the teaser is. Um, do you want to know who I thought when I got that first glimpse of that poster? When you see when you see uh, Ray at the bottom holding her her lightsaber up, and you Wait, see can, yeah. Can I go on a small caveat first? Sure. So the first time I saw the poster, actually, I only saw like 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 a third of it. So I I just saw this buzz in the upper left corner and then like another face to the right yep and I swear to god I thought it was Chewbacca you thought it was Chewbacca <laughs> like oh my god Chewie is like a secret Jedi Chewie's like, a secret Jedi okay you want to know who I thought it was at first yeah, that no. next to Luke at first yeah. thought I thought it was Hayden I thought it was Anakin oh um, yeah and I think I had actually I said did you see the poster I think and you said yeah and I, I said Something along the I go, does that look like, is that Anakin? And you say, no, 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 no. He goes, that's, that's Kylo Ren. Kyle Ren. That's yeah, Kylo Ren. Yeah, and I can, I can clearly yeah. see it now. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. do you, yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> does that change, like, the idea? I mean, could, if you had Anakin there as opposed to Kylo? Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, a, it, it definitely, that would change quite a bit. I mean, it, it, it is Anakin's, you know, grandson, which is pretty amazing. So, um, I think, I mean, this gets back, and there's a lot of buzz about the concept of the Great Jedi. Yep. Let's just say that we have been talking about that for years. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we're not going to be mentioning anything. I'm not mentioning anything about the T. It's a what? I'm saying we've been into that idea for a while. You have definitely been, been mining that idea over the last few podcasts. Um, without giving any any anything away in the te- about the teaser, because I certainly don't want to spoil it for you. Um, Thanks, man. It just... Uh, I think you might be onto something. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You might be onto something. Um, oh, with my with my theory, you mean? I think. I mean, they, they, your your theory is is very interesting and it's very compelling. And it's like I said, you look. You can't tell really anything out of a teaser trailer. I mean, we we couldn't tell much from a teaser trailer from the Force Awakens back when they dropped that in 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 that other celebration. And we saw those few things, and we we're like, you know. You may go back and listen to our co- our commentary about the the teaser trailer when it dropped for Force Awakens, and I, I think we had like maybe you know four or five different ideas of speculation. You were thinking like I remember you were telling me like you know I'm thinking that that the Kylo Ren character at the time you're like I, that, I bet that's a girl. Oh yeah. Do you remember I, that theory I, that you had? Like you're saying like you know I wonder if that's a woman or if that's like a you know. Yeah. So I mean we. Everything is speculation and so forth. So there's not so. I mean, the the, the teaser's there just to get us all excited for it. Had some beautiful oh, shots yeah, and but scenes, I mean, but um, you know, there's not much we can really tell. That's all I'm going to well, say. The thing, is that, the thing is that now that the Force Awakens is out, there's, we have more to go on. Yeah, it's, true. We had no idea what they were going to do with the Force Awakens. Um, well, remember, I, I I think the way that they're making this movie as well too, I. Well, I think I have an idea. I really, I, I got a feeling that something's going to be pulled out from under our feet. Really? Well, because it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's the second episode in a three, in a three movie trilogy. Right. That's true. I mean, yep. everybody had the rug pulled out from under their feet when Vader said, "I am your father." Good point. I feel they've, they've got, they have got to 
up the ante on this, and they have got to do something that's just going to knock every, knock everybody's socks off come December. <laughs> yeah, it, I hear you, by the way. I wonder what that's going to be. I mean, I, I hope, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know the whole concept of Ray as somehow Anakin's uh, either cousin or sister, I think is kind of interesting. Yep, yep. Um, and that she's the real chosen one and that she was frozen in carbonate. My whole theory, I think, uh, whatever. Who knows? I don't know. You know, It's, it's going to give us a lot of fun to discuss over the next uh, the next few months. Actually, interesting, what they also revealed as well, too, um, is that while Episode 8 will be in December of this coming year, um, yeah. Episode 9 is actually going to have yeah, a May release. It's going to have a May release. Now, I don't know if that's because of the Indiana Jones movie, which is also going to be coming out in, in I believe, 2019 as well. So you're talking oh, about really? two big, two big heavy-hitting movies here. You're going to have a Star Wars and an Indiana Jones movie in the same year. So right. I'm suspecting that Star Wars will be that May, will be that May release and that Indiana Jones is going to be the, uh, the, the Christmas release for that year. Um, oh. And here's a question for you. Uh, yeah. The Indiana Jones movie, just as a little aside here. Uh, yeah. do, do you think that uh, Indy in the movie is going to give any sort of little nods to the Han Solo character? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would love to see like a little tiny, like, you know, dropping a line or so forth. Or, you know, Boy, I hope I don't get knocked off this gantry and fall into a planet or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, right, right. Or like, boy, that's a long way down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or if he finds something in some archaeological site that, that like, he, you know, who is this, you know, eight-foot hairy beast that we discovered here in the Amazon or something? Yeah, right. Well, I want, I mean, yeah, there, there is, by the way, there is a whole thing of whether Harrison Ford is in episode nine or not. I mean, I know, I think he did some filming for it, so. Well, the fact that he came out at this Star Wars celebration, because that's another big thing that happened at the opening start, is that Harrison, and like I said, I said this before when he came out for The uh, for the Force Awakens um, during that celebration, is that he is, it is so nice to see him having fun with Star Wars and embracing yeah. the character and having such a great time, you know, being Han Solo again. For so many years, you know, he, he, I, he was just so uncomfortable with it. But it's so nice to see him, especially now that he's also going to be re reprising his role as Indiana Jones as well, too. That uh, I, 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 I just love seeing Harrison having so much fun in these films that we cool. that we care for so deeply. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, he, he's great. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I think a lot of the movie's going to deal with flashbacks. Okay. That's. I just. I have a feeling it's going to deal with flashbacks. I think. A lot of force visions, do you think? Well, yeah, and even more than force visions, and we're going to see, I think, the direct intervention of Yoda. I think Yoda's going to have a big role in this, actually. Okay. Uh, or at least some sort of role, like more than just a voice. I mean, Yoda and Obi-Wan were both in uh, The Force Awakens, yep. albeit one line or whatever. Um, there is, there's, I think I just read that that Ewan um, McGregor signed for an Obi-Wan movie. Is that is that certain, or is that still in the rumor category? Um, I, think it's a, it, I think it's in the strong rumor category. The strong rumor category? Okay. Yeah. I mean, who would want to see Ewan McGregor portray Obi-Wan again? Why wouldn't he want that role again? Especially right now, at his age, he's really matching up to that that age, I think, that, that, that Obi-Wan 
in between episode three and episode four on Tatooine. Oh, I mean, he, uh, oh, he definitely said he wants it. I heard it <laughs> in the interview. Did you hear that interview? I, I heard bits and pieces of it, but this brought, yeah. when I heard that interview, there was something else I was thinking as well, too. If they are going to go and bring back maybe Force Ghosts and Force Visions of Anakin, do you think if you had an Obi-Wan movie that we're going to see a Force Ghost of Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon? Yes. I would love that. Wouldn't that be amazing to see? Yeah, it would be great. Oh my god, to see Qui-Gon back again? There's a character that I was like, gosh, I can't believe that we lost him at this early, this early in in episode one. I was so disappointed because I just love the character of Qui-Gon. Yeah. And I will say that um, people know that one of my favorite EU novels is Kenobi by John Jackson Miller, and I just love these little vignettes that he threw in there of Obi-Wan trying to connect with Qui-Gon, trying to connect with him in, in, in some way. Even though you did not hear Qui-Gon at all in, that, in his book, um, it was just so fun knowing that Qui-Gon is still deep in the memory of, of Obi-Wan. Well, yeah, I mean, they planted the concept for that. I mean, at the very in the, at the end of the of the Revenge of the Sith. I mean, they did. That was a, that was a part that wasn't in the movie. I know it's it's in the comic and in 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 the book. And I know that you know the idea of Qui Gon seeing a Force vision was put to, was was brought to fruition in in the Clone Wars during the uh, I think it was season four during right. the Mortis trilogy, I believe. Um, oh. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, there's a lot of good Star Wars on the horizon, and we're got, we we yeah. we got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's a strong it's a strong rumor. Um, actually, speaking about uh, Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels, uh, it was revealed that this coming season of Star Wars Rebels is going to be the final season. What do you think about that? Oh, that's interesting. Um, well, that's gr- that's good because we'll finally get some closure, and and I think they'll probably. They'll leave it at a break um, right before the new movie comes out. The new movie will come out, and then we'll understand more who Ezra really is. Yeah, my, my thought is is that yeah. I'm glad that they are... Not to say I'm glad to see a, a good Star Wars show come to its end, but I think timing is so important... And it, 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 it's and it's very important not to like, in a sense, like you know, try to like push out stories where there's not needed. I think that the the story writers and the producers and the writers and the yeah. animators, um, I think they're they're understanding that this series, it's made for four seasons and it's it, it, its conclusion is important, especially if it's going to be happening. I think right. I think the conclusion of the season might be happening right before. Um, episode 8 and if it's not the end of the season if it goes like a full year or like a a full fall and spring season um, I'm thinking as well too that there's going to be something in Rebels that's going to be a hint towards what's going to happen in episode 8 yeah I think that's I think that's definitely the case and I I think they're going to do a full I think they'll do a full season and they'll, they'll leave a cliffhanger right in the middle right before the movie comes out and then the movie will come out and we'll kind of we'll be like oh yeah, that way. Yeah, well, the, well, that's a lot of fun. And, and, and actually, speaking of of animated shows as well, too, um, this is a great one. Um, they announced that also at Celebration uh, a new upcoming animated series of 
I guess, animated shorts of what's called Star Wars Forces of Destiny, which will be, I think, like two or three minutes in length and will feature a major heroine in the Star Wars universe. Um, so you're looking at them doing like little short stories of of uh, of Rey and possibly Jin and Maz Kanata and Ahsoka. Um, as I always like to mention, um, will Mara Jade be thrown in there? <laughs> well, do you remember, you know what's kind of cool is like, what if, I mean, do you remember my uh, my whole little fantasy that Ahsoka would come back in The Force Awakens? Remember we talked about that? We did speak about that. We did, because we did what? not see her in this season of, of Rebels. But wouldn't that be amazing exactly. to see her come in like a, a movie? Yeah, in episode eight. God, my God. Is that... Is that going to be the rug that, that gets pulled out from under our feet? Right, that somehow, somehow Ahsoka is still involved, yeah. I think it makes sense, because they were very careful not to let you know what happened to her. That is seems true. Like she, she seems like she's dead, and she seems like she's alive. Both could be, they could both be correct. Can you imagine seeing a force ghost of Anakin and a force ghost of Ahsoka interacting? Right. What, if, what if Ahsoka decides to lay low, and then... And then she came out because she felt the stirring in the force with Luke and, uh... Oh, that's even a bit... Oh, I like that idea. Can you imagine seeing, like, an older, like, a very... Like, almost like an, like, like an episode four Kenobi age Ahsoka, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh, that would be amazing to see. Oh, my God, and connecting all that stuff from the Clone Wars into an episode eight, and, and oh, my gosh. Yeah. I like that theory, Dan. I like that. It's a good one. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. <laughs> As we say here on the TJW Podcast, speculation is what we're all about. So, <laughs> but it's fun to by do the it. Way, yeah. By the way, there could, there could be made an argument that anyone who does like the prequels is not really a real Star Wars fan. I appreciate that. I just don't agree. That's all. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good to hear. Um yeah. Some other some other reveals. Um, oh, here's this is interesting. I was going to um, I want to, I want to give a, a little nod out to uh, uh, one of our listeners. Uh, his name is Chad. Chad helped me out uh, by getting me um, the uh, Katie Cook uh, art print from the Star Wars from Star oh, Wars Celebration. Hey. So I'm really appreciative of, of Chad for doing that. Um, I was going and he was going to try to help me out by getting also a a a a, a a Thrawn novel as well too. I decided not to do it because I thought it was a little bit too expensive. But um, Timothy Zahn's Thrawn novel at Celebration, the Celebration edition, like sold out like in like minutes every single day of the show. Um, I haven't picked up the book yet. Have you had a chance to to, to, to peruse it? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to, to check it out. Yeah. I think I'm going to, and I it's it's on my list of things. It's, it's on my to do list, and maybe I'll do this on 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 uh, over this weekend, this special Star Wars weekend that we have here. Uh, maybe I'll go to Barnes and Noble because I I I think I'm going to be getting the Barnes and Noble version, which has actually a pull out poster, and I think it's a uh, um, I believe I want to say it's a map of some sorts. But um, I'm really looking forward to this. The reviews for this are great, um, and who who could not like a story of Thrawn, especially during like this this era between um, Episode Three and Episode Four. Oh, it's an amazing, amazing time period, and it'll be interesting to see how the the new portrayal of Thrawn is compared with the old one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of Thrawn, and I, I mentioned Mara Jade as well too. Um, 
to our listeners, let's, uh, you know, I, I, I am friends with, um, on Facebook with, uh, Shannon McRandall at her Facebook page. Shannon McRandall is Mara Jade. Um, she, she's, uh, she, she's, she had some, uh, at least she, she posted that she was, um, having some, uh, medical issues and was going in for some surgery. So, um, let's all give, uh, you know, if you have a chance, go over to her, to her webpage. I mean, go over to her Facebook page. Uh, Shannon McRandall is, is Mara Jade and, uh, let her know that, uh, Star Wars fans, uh, you know, we're thinking of her and we're hoping, uh, she, uh, she's doing well. Um. Yeah, just yeah, wanted to put out there for that, just because because uh, it was, yeah, it was it, yeah. we, we we've been going back and forth a little bit with with uh, Shannon. We'd love to get her on the podcast once she's uh, fully uh, fully recovered and, and and can speak with us. So um, yeah, well, yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, other things we want to just I mentioned as well too regarding uh, celebration. Now you had mentioned as well too that you had a chance to um, take a look at the. Uh, I guess the teaser trailer for the new Battlefront game, which I believe is coming out yeah. on both Xbox and, and, and PS4. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Because I think you had a better you, you you were you were going through this a little bit more carefully than I was. But uh, what what are your what are your initial thoughts regarding Battlefront? This this um, second version of it. Well, I, they basically look the Battlefront. The first one sold a lot of copies, um, but it, it got a lot of knocks from people, including, including myself. But just being a, a tad bit shallow in terms of, like, actual content. Like, it, it was cool, amazing gameplay, very fun fighting. It looks incredible. The sounds are right on. There's a lot of good to The it. soundtrack is gorgeous for that, by the way. I, I, I heard a little... Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a well... It's a beautiful game, but... <laughs> but there's, no, there's, there's no real uh, story content at all of anything. So it's kind of just like... Uh, really almost like a literal Star Wars sandbox, so it's just, it's fun for, I found it to be fun as a pickup game for about a half hour, maybe once or twice a month. It's kind of cool. I get to fly a TIE fighter. Cool. Or I get to, like, go hang around on Hoth or, or Bespin or the Death Star sequence is really fun, too. And there are a lot of cool multiplayer, you know, maps and games. and where it, it, It's not, it's definitely like, it's like a B minus. You know what I mean? It's yeah, I hear you. No, just because there's not, there's no story, there's no dialogue. Well, you're a gaming expert, Dan, so you know what goes into a really good, uh, a, a good story and a good game, and this just did not meet the level that a Star Wars game should have reached. You're saying? No, no, and so basically, the new Battlefront will have a fully uh, voiced and acted uh, first person uh, 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 part to it. Uh, so it's the first first person Star Wars game I think since the Force Unleashed two. Now, can you tell us? Now, I I think I got the 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 just the storyline correct, but yeah. Yeah. the storyline takes place right after the destruction of Death Star Two. Yeah, you play as an elite stormtrooper uh, who who grew up on an ideal uh, M, M, like uh, imperial world. So you grew up on a world where the Empire looked really really good to you. And so you joined, and um, which is an interesting perspective, which is that for the vast majority of the galaxy, the Empire is an awful, uh, brutal dictatorship. But for some quadrants, for some areas, um, it's not. It actually works. And I think it's an interesting, an interesting uh, kind of, it's an interesting thing. You know what I first thought when you told me this storyline? 
By the way, just keep talking. I gotta, I gotta just take a call. Keep going. Okay. Uh, the what I first thought when I when you told me this uh, this storyline here was the uh, was the story of Mara Jade. Now, I know people are gonna probably write to me and tell me I keep bringing up Mara Jade, Mara Jade, Mara Jade. But to me, this seems as if it's like you're just picking out this story of Mara Jade, which is a great story of an individual who is, in a sense, we don't know her full backstory, but we know she's the Emperor's ham. We know that she was, in a sense, raised in this Imperial world, in this, you know, surrounded by the dark side, surrounded by Palpatine and all of, you know, his teachings and all his thoughts, especially also with Darth Vader as well being in, in the mix there as well, too. So, here she is, and we know the story of, of what her mission is during the uh, you know the original <laughs> Thrawn trilogy, where she has a mission. Her last you know the Emperor sends like you know a mental you know thought to her that she has to uh, she has to kill Luke Skywalker, and that's well, her mission to do. Here's the interesting thing: is that at the end of um, the second book of the Aftermath series, we see that the Emperor was building something on Jakku. Okay. And so, whatever that is, I have no idea. But, but what's clear is that he's um, he's got plans beyond his own demise, and he's got plans beyond the demise of the empire. Like he, he, it's an interesting premise, and I think that was what was so compelling about Mara Jade, and I think that's what's compelling here is that he might have, you know, he he was wily enough, shall we say, yep. to plan. He really, obviously, believed in what he was doing. Let's say, yep. that he he absolutely hated the concepts of freedom and democracy, and he, he, it, it was not a he didn't hold by that at all. Yep. And so I, I think that's the premise here. You hear him in the trailer saying, you know, you know, you know, what is whatever something like you know rebellion and like democracy and like freedom, like those things must not be allowed to flourish. Yep. Uh, no, it's interesting. I mean, it, it, it really is, I think, taking that. It, there's much more to Palpatine than meets the eye. We think we know mo so much about him. This game might be opening up the doors to something completely new. And especially when you're talking about, like, that, uh, in, it was the second novel that, that speaks about Palpatine building something on Jakku? Yeah, yeah, that he's, he's building something that he claims was there before, that was built there before. So it, it's a very intriguing and weird reference and well, I guess we have to wait and see but but it's clear that he's definitely got a presence uh, in what's going on we don't yet know the connection with Snoke and, and, and who he is really um, so it, 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 it should prove to be uh, uh, really interesting also we know that she has an encounter with Luke Skywalker is this game coming out around the same time that F8 is coming out it, it, it comes out about a month before, I think November 7th. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. Yeah, so there are probably going to be some little hints about Episode 8 in, in the, the single-player campaign. Again, it's the first single-player campaign in the Star Wars universe in many years. Uh, something to look forward to. There's another game also. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but there's a an Uncharted-like action-adventure game set in the Star Wars universe that's supposed to come out uh, either this year or next. Wow, this is this this is fantastic. I mean, this is uh, for, for for a Star Wars gamer. Um, these are some great things to be looking forward to. Um, Unbelievable, yeah. We're gonna have to do a podcast, I think, specifically on Battlefront Two once it comes out. We'll be sitting there on that in front of that 
gorgeous screen that you have. And uh, checking this out and doing a little commentary about it. That, I look forward to that. That's going to make for a fun, uh, fun end of autumn, beginning of winter, I say. Um, speaking of things to buy and things that are expanding universe, um, I was just going through Amazon and just going taking a look at the books by their publication date. Um, starting in December and going backwards and so forth. Um, but some of the titles that I saw, which are which I, I think are to be very interesting to see, is that in December we're going to get a we'll we'll have the uh, the trade paperback of uh, the, the the comic adaptation of Rogue One. So that's that's nice to see that'll be coming out in December. Um, there is a, another book called Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. Another Marvel uh, trade trade paperback. As we move uh, closer to October, we're going to start getting more of the Journey to Star Wars Last Jedi books. Um, also coming in October, this will be fun, a, it's called Star Wars Stormtroopers Beyond the Armor. And this is written by Ryder Windham and Adam Bray. And it's so nice. You know, Ryder's a good friend of the podcast. Um, I am so thrilled to see... Uh, writer having a uh, another another footprint in the Star Wars uh, universe here in 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 books. Um, such a good friend of ours, and he's such a great writer. And I'm just so happy to see. I'm so happy that and and, and he's such a good friend of the Five O First. I bet this book has to do with uh, you know the uh, the Five O First itself and, and the costuming club. I imagine. That's it. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he comes up with. He's so he's so talented. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, yeah. I would love to have him back on the podcast. I really, really well, would. Maybe we'll get him back. We'll see if we can get him back to come talk about it. We'll get, you know. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, and in September, there's going to be uh, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back Notebook Collection. And I'm wondering if it's uh -huh. that it's it's similar to that book that you had actually uh, picked up, uh, The Empire Strikes Back Notebook. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, wondering if it's being re-released because of the maybe where they're they're looking towards the the 40th anniversary of Empire. Um, maybe that's what's what's leading up to. But also coming out in um, September as well too is by Delilah Dawson, Phasma. Phasma hat will have her own novel. Um, no way, really. What do you think about that? Because I will tell you that. If there was a character in in Force Awakens that I felt was a this got maybe got some underwhelming, you know, yeah. was a little underwhelming was 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 Phasma. I was hoping to see a little bit more, and not to say that the portrayal of Phasma wasn't good. I think it matched a very cold, calculating. I love the armor. I think that uh, that the way that she was portrayed was was perfect. But I just wish that there was that it was like upped up a level, you know. Yeah, we don't see, I don't think we see enough of her and her character development. They were, look, I mean, we talked about it before, but they were ultra-conservative with their choices in terms of what to portray and what not to. They wanted to have a super, super solid base to go from in order to keep going. For yeah, no, I can understand that. And maybe, I'm, I'm sure that Phasma's, I mean, especially with a novel out, and I'm sure we're going to see her again in Ep8, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, she'll be back. There's going to be some, some... I mean, if they're putting out a novel about her as well, too, and it's going to be canonized, um, I think that there's going to be more to see of this character, which I would love to see more of, of Phasma and to know a little bit more about you know, her story as well, too. Um, that's what's been going on here at the uh, Traveling the Gentleman Waste podcast for this week of May the 4th and Revenge of the 5th. Um, Dan, have you picked up any, uh, any, uh, swag recently, Star Wars swag that, of, of, of note? Uh, none that I can talk about on the air. None I can talk about, I understand. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I understand, I understand, yes. I'd actually, 
No, you don't have to talk about it. Uh, but I will say that, uh, like I said, I got the uh, the the Katie Cook um, Star Wars Celebration art print, which I which I, I it, it's we we mentioned it on our on our podcast from the art show review. Really cool. Just a great great print. I love it. I'm wow. looking so forward to seeing her at Rhode Island Comic Con come uh, November this year. So um, did she did she sign that for you or? I believe, yeah, I believe the print is signed. If not, if not, we could certainly meet up with her at Rhode Island Comic Con and have her sign it there. But I believe, uh, okay. I believe it is signed. I believe it is signed. Oh, well, but I think it's also, like I said, and Katie was such. I mean, she was the one who did that mini painting of us of the TJW uh, podcast, <laughs> which was yeah. really, really a great thing to see. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's what's going on. I hope everybody has a fantastic free comic book day. If you haven't also, do you know, Dan, that two weeks ago, I believe, it was Record Store Day? Yes. Um, they did have, two, I did see a, um, a Star Wars A New Hope 10-inch record, vinyl record. Uh, the front side, or say the A side, is the, um, is the New Hope theme. And on the back side is, I believe, the, uh, the throne room scene, uh, music. So, I'm gonna try to pick that up. I should have picked it up when I saw it at Newberry Comics, but, uh, I'm gonna try to go back and get it. It's a great, it's a, I think it'd be a great thing to add to the collection. And also, that Crosley Star Wars record player. Did you see this? No. Oh my gosh, what a great... I think you had mentioned that 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 made for a family member you had for like a made for a birthday or something like that. You bought, maybe you guys got like a cross one of those, you know, briefcase style record players. And I just love how they look and I love how they sound. And I would love yeah. to get this one, this Star Wars version of it that I saw at, uh, like I said, at Newberry well, Comics. But um, well, well, there's what else? I saw a there was a Tie Fighter Grill that looked in particularly cool. Oh, you saw a Tie Fighter Grill? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hamburgers and hot dogs on that thing? Holy cow. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it looks really cool, but, you know. Well, I think that's uh, that's what we have uh, for, here, for yeah. here today for the TJW Podcast. If you want to get in contact with us, check us out at jundlinwastepodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, check out our Facebook. If you go to Facebook and you type in the Travel and the Jundlin Waste Podcast, you can find us there. We have links on our blog. Uh, and as well, too, if you want to get in touch with us by email, you can email us at jumblinwastepodcast at gmail.com or contact us through our Facebook page as well, too. Uh, good episode here, Dan. I had a great a lot of fun going over the, the celebration news, talking about these books and uh, what's going on in the Star Wars world right now with you. Yeah, always a pleasure, Mark. All right. So until next time, I'm Mark. I'm Dan. And you have been traveling the Jumblin' Waste. Have a good night, everyone.